like scary stories If you like tasty beers Open up your mouth holes And open up your ears For... Y'all remember? I don't know why I'm Southern, but I'm I'm Southern. Oh, cause take the opportunity to be Southern. Thank I'm gonna you. take the opportunity to be a normal human being. Do y'all remember, weirdo, our no. episode on Mammoth Caves? Oh, I bet you do. If it's one thing that I, I know, love, Vanessa, she masturbates to it every night. If it's one she thing can, that you love, well, it's a fucking cave. There, <laughs> recently. I want to say... That was our, like, four-hour episode. That was, like, a solid two-hour episode. Yeah, it really was. It was. Uh, last Saturday... Yeah? I think it was, like, July 27th. Um, there were reports of shots fired. Shots in the, fired! In the, in the Mammoth Caves. Around Mammoth Caves. You know why? Why? You know why? <laughs> a man claimed to have... There's a Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Man. I'll shoot that Bigfoot! And I'm gonna shoot really? it. He claimed to have seen a Bigfoot. I, I, he claimed to have shot at a Bigfoot. He's he lurking. Uh, no, no. So twenty-three he, warning shots. There was a man. Twenty-three no. warning shots. I don't know how many. There that were, was the devil story. That was that's totally a different. Oh, okay. There was a gentle person who approached a couple who was camping in the park around mm-hmm. Mammoth Caves mm-hmm. and said, Cam- uh, "Mammoth Caves, Kentucky." Kentucky. Yeah, I was like, "Is this is a southern? We caves. southern. Uh, I like them southern caves." And that is where uh, this couple comes across a, a gentle person mm-hmm, mm-hmm. who's like. There's a Bigfoot running around. Y'all, do y'all have any weapons? Do y'all have any weapons? You any weapons? You ain't changing, and they were bro, like, you ain't changing nothing. Uh, uh, and they're like, I'm no. sorry, I'm, I'm just here to camp. I brought my... Bigfoot! I brought a birding journal. And, and he's like, um, well, if you see... A birding see, journal? If you see the Bigfoot, just and holler. Toilet. And holler, and I'll come finding it. So then they like go about their business, oh, no, and all of a sudden they hear... Fucking guns, shots fired, and shot up all of the uh, the cave area yeah. in the hunt of Bigfoot. Uh, he tried to shoot a Bigfoot, didn't get it. Didn't get it. So there, it, there's our live uh, in action um, podcast in action. Yep. There you go. Right there. Live podcast. When our podcast comes full yeah. circle and yeah. it's in the news all of a sudden. Daisy mm-hmm. Tuna's future husband. Yes. Drunkenly shooting at Drunkenly Bigfoot. Drunkenly shooting at Bigfoot. Buy a cave. Yep. <laughs> uh, almost as good We're as... We're going to take his guns away, guys. Don't worry about it. I'm going to take his guns away. Probably uh, smart. Also, he can have as many guns as he has teeth. Yes. As we were told well, on the none. Facebook, oh. uh, there was an Irish group who got back a Victorian-era ivory dildo. Yeah. Back for Ireland. Take that dildo. Yeah. Hell so yeah. thank you for sharing that with us on our Facebook page. Irish Pride. Yes. And and the story Irish. of the caves came from our Twitter feed. So yes. thank you guys so much for sending us stories. Talk about coming right back. That play to our interests. Yes. Dildos in caves. Dildos yes. in caves and big feet. Dildos in caves. What a great way to start an episode. You know what's a really, really, really great way to start an episode? What is it? Hi. How we start every it's episode. So great, we start every, every episode. episode right. Welcome to the Bits and Bruce podcast. We're the podcast where we tell each other ghost stories, we drink thematically of her PPR, and start podcasting when I'm already drunk. Yes. Yeah, you've uh, done it. 
am a pickled tuna. You are pickled, pickled tuna. tuna. Your and beer is I not took, lending itself well I to pickling. I took the majority of this beer because it's up my alley. It's up my cave, as it were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's a big hitter. It is. It's, I'm gonna let that sit for a minute. That dick is a swinging dick. Ooh, I understand it's hop centric. It is hop centric. So saith the bottle. The bottle's actually pretty cool looking. Yeah. We're anyway, gonna get to it. So anyway, this week we are taking another listener suggestion. Yeah, we're working we're, through our listener uh, suggestions. We under, look, so. we heard you. We heard your dis- your requests. Look, we, internet. We you're listen. S- you're seen. You are seen. You're seen. Fans we, of this show. If you come at us with bullshit, we will ignore you. If you come at us and do our homework for us, we will do we entire will, episodes for will, you. Hey, who suggested this great episode? Listener Carly. Carly. Listener Carly sent us not only this episode suggestion, yes. sent us a write-up about it. Word. With links. With links. And then some of what her personal experiences there are. A plus Carly. Yeah. You did Fancy Tuna Story for her. Good boy. Still wrote it up, but you did a real good job. <laughs> real, real good job. I thought about just reading her email and being like, done, done. <laughs> I nailed it. I'm going to sit back and drink and drink. <laughs> but I pulled my weight and I did write it down. You did a good job. I'm proud of so you. because of that, we're doing Haunted Illinois. Illinois, because Illinois Carly's is. story was from Illinois. Um, um, so we were like, oh, let's just. Take this opportunity to do a Illinois. Illinois. We did. Did you not do Hanoi? I did Japan. No, different. Totally different. It's the same place. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, Hashtag geography. So I did a listener Carly suggestion, which was Peoria State Hospital, Mm. also called Bartonville State Hospital, also called and way to fucking bury the lead on this, Carly. The Illinois Asylum for the Incurable Insane. Ooh. That incurable. That shit bangs. That shit bangs. I really want to hear about the insane people incurable that are incurable. Insane. Yeah, not just any regular old nut oh, job. Oh, great! They said all oh, of it. You can't deal with your crazies. Send them to There's me. There's a whole building full of pants poopers. I'm yep. excited. So our story starts. Yes. Shockingly enough, in pooping I want pants, you to Illinois. go back Bartonville, in Illinois, okay. which is in like Peoria County. Hence the other names of this place. That's word. in the county of Greenbow. Yep. So we start our tale in 1885 when they were like, we need a place for crazy people. There's mm-hmm. a lot running about. They're just everywhere, shitting themselves, throwing poops, shooting at Bigfoots. We got to put them <laughs> in a house. We got to put them in a poop, yep. poop house. So then from 85 to 87, they built the first building um, that was going to be used as the Peoria State Hospital. There was a whole um, kooky madooky they campus. They built an entire building, multiple stories tall, very large building. It was built in like a Federalist style. So it sort of looked like this weird gothic, like institutional Monolith. thing. And then right about when they were going to open it, they were like, JK, JK, we're not going to open this building. This was a bad building. This is a horrible they idea. They said it's because they built it on top of these coal mines which then started to collapse so oh, the no. building was structurally not Unsound. sound. Oh my gosh. But there's also these thoughts that like Ghosts? they built it being, Indian burial grounds. No, they built it. I was it. like it was pre-haunted. Yes. No, they built it like it's a prison for insane people and mm-hmm. the tide had started turning towards like maybe Maybe not insane people like don't criminals? deserve to be in prison. Mm. So it was a little it was like a little bit not in like popular gotcha. like opinion. Right. So they're like maybe that's why they didn't use it on top of the fact that it was built on these uh 
caves, caves that were collapsing. But so they literally spent two years building. That's how math works. Two years building a building and then said, JK, JK, tore the fucking thing oh down and built a different building elsewhere. <laughs> what a good monumental, job, Illinois. What yeah. a monumental waste of time. Um, Yeah, so they tore it down in 97. Oh, so it took them 11 years to figure out that they needed to fucking tear it down. It just sat there, apparently. So then they started building a new building, and they opened it in 1902. Um, and the new hospital was built, um, it was to be heralded, like, to be run by a man named Dr. George A. Zeller. Mm-hmm. Dr. Zeller. Who seems like, he sounds like a Nazi, but sounds like a stand-up guy. Okay. okay. We like Zeller. We stand like this up, man. I yes. think... His Wikipedia page does not exist, but oh. it seems like he's a good guy. Yeah. Okay. He's so the I'm world's gonna, friendliest I'm Nazi. I'm going to lean towards positive because the world is garbage it's right now. It's very negative. Okay. Um, so he built this new style, and the main building was built in that um, that same style that like Waverly Hills was built in and oh, all okay. that. I forget the fucking name of it, but it's like that same style where it's Tudor. like... Tudor. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. It was here. a Tudor. Um, I want to say I want to say Kirkland now, but that's because I just heard your story about Kirkland. It's something. It's anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'll look it up and tell you. That's after what you the do. Break. You get your house at Costco. Um, yes. yes, it's a Kirkland house. Um, <laughs> no, but so this that was a good joke. Don't lean <laughs> away from that. That was good. Um, so this new hospital was built on a cottage system. So it's a bunch of little buildings as uh-huh. part of like a larger, almost like university setting. It's like a middle um, school in California. Because Dr. Zeller yes. was um, a pioneer in the field of mental health. And he his philosophy was like, no one is incurable. Like, if you have crazy people that you can't handle, send them to me and I will try to help them. Mm. Um, he didn't believe in restraints or bars. None of the buildings Whoa. had bars and none of the bedrooms had restraints. They like he was just collected. like we're gonna we're they're not prisoners. Yeah. They need help. So he sounds like a stand up guy. Yeah, yeah. he's, he's ahead of his time. Sounds like a stand up guy. That's what that sentence was. It's supposed oh, to. Well, be. You know what? The thing of it is, I understood what you were saying. This is good. We all speak the this same is language. Customer professional. Um, so he also was like uh, really about transparency. So he would invite public officials oh, wow. or like the media out to do tours of Take the facility, mm-hmm. or like they would have like uh, events where he would invite the public to come see. Like mm. he wasn't trying to be like these like mental patients. We need to hide them away somewhere. Which this is this is early. This is 1902. So this is just coming off the like fucking Victorian era oh, of like yeah. my wife is crazy. I put her in a home. Right. <laughs> so like, she has this, a period. She's insane. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Put her in the period. Period hot. The yeah. menstruation hut. Pardon yeah, me. Um, so, uh, so this is like coming. Uh, it, it's like a brand new way of thinking about mm-hmm. things, and it seems like a very compassionate way. It seems like I don't know how we got there and then moved away from that. Mm. Clearly, we definitely did. Yeah. But Zeller seems well, like the a treatment of guy. the of the incurably insane is cyclical, as are all things. Yes. It's like the stock market, really. Um. So he even um, during his tenure there, or like uh, the facility started a a. Uh, program for psychi- psychiatric nursing. I think you going to say psychic nursing. Uh, yeah. uh, 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 psychic it's like nursing. There's a guy who's really upset nurses. in his cell. And He's like Dr. A, Xavier. Yeah, yes. like the nurse just stares at him through the, through the porthole <laughs> with her hands on her temples like, it's get a, better. It's a men that stare at goats situation. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's a nurses that stare at goats. Uh, no, so he opened a, or a, a place for psychiatric nursing where he was trying to teach other nurses how to deal with psychiatric patients gotcha. so that they could take it back to their other... Because really, Illinois had other mental institutions, but anyone that was like troublesome for them, they would send to Peoria. Gotcha. <clears throat> um, so he was basically trying to be like, take the things that we've learned from this place and send them elsewhere so that we can help more people. You're good. Cough through it. Work it out. Work it out. Don't aspirate beer. <clears throat> no, don't do it. 
<laughs> it's a that's a hoppy beard aspray too. Yeah, I Ooh, it could hurts. not have been closer. The whole way down. Starts so good. Um, so in 1972, so it was open from um, 1902 to 1972 when it closed. That's a pretty good due long to time. Budgetary yeah. issues because this is before Reagan came in and started fucking cutting all everything. This shit down. Mm. Um, so it was closed, and a lot of the buildings were auctioned off. Oh, which is weird. And some were torn down, and some became like offices. Sure. Um, sure. Where do you want to have your business? In the, in the old insane months. asylum. Yeah, yeah. Why not? For the incurable insane. Um, so then in 2008, a group uh, called Save the Bowen uh, was created. And the Bowen is the nursing building. So it's one of the bigger buildings that was part of the cottage system. Mm. Um, and they were trying to save it and like restore it to like historically what it looked like at the time. They were shitty at it. And they ended up having to sell the fucking building for the limestone scrap <laughs> oh, of the yeah. building materials. Oh, no. They literally had to sell it for scrap back to the fucking state. Good job. And it didn't even pay off all their debts. Oh, oh no. Didn't Idiots. turn out well. Um, yeah, that was in, so in 2017 they salvaged the building for the limestone. It like like stupid John Holmes come in, got to take it down to the studs. Yeah, exactly. And there were no studs, and it this just fell over. It's not the it's, code. Yeah, not the it's code. Not case. The code. It's stupid. Definitely not the code. Um, so to this day, uh, and Carly said that the that the facility has been torn down, but everything I could find online said that there are still 12 of the original 63 buildings that do oh. exist. 63 yes, ass buildings? 63. When it was at its peak in like the 40s and 50s, it was where pretty Everybody much everyone went. in Illinois came if they were having troubles. Because they were, they were brain actually troubles. helping people. Hmm. Or dying. We're going to get yeah, to that. Oopsie doodle. Uh, people die. It happens. It, it does. Um, so, yeah, but they said that there's still 12 of the original 63, but they're all being used as like office space now, which I'm like, what is it like to work there? I know. Dunder Mifflin Peoria. Oof. I would watch that show. <laughs> um, and of uh, all these buildings that were torn down, the, the, what they did not tear down was the four cemeteries that oh. exist on the property. Well, that was because nice of them. as a mental health facility that existed for seventy years, there's a lot of people who a died. A bunch of people fucking died. Sure. Um, and so they would fill up a cemetery and then move to another one. Ooh. So there's four of them, and some of them, especially the older one, the the like very oldest one doesn't have a lot of names it just has numbers oh because people came with very limited patient records because this is the early 1900s mm-hmm. so they wouldn't have full records on them enough that they would put it on a gravestone so they would just put a patient number and oh. the state of illinois has sealed all of these records why i don't That's know why and even apparently if you get a court order to try and open them they, they still won't which I'm like, that's shady as fuck. Yeah. What's that's... in those records? Yeah, how can you get a court order and just go, no, we're not going to listen to it? I know, because the, I... the state of Illinois is just like, no, they have access to all of the super old records. Right. Because some of the gravestones have names and yeah. stuff. But other people are like, my great uncle was sent here. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what he? happened to him. I just want to know which grave is his. Yeah. And Illinois is like, go fuck no. yourself. God. I don't know. That's really weird. I don't know. Murder! I, they killed them all! I don't... I, now I'm, we're I'm getting just to the like bottom of mafia, something. Mafia, Chicago, right? Yeah. I don't know. Uh, ooh, Uh-oh. grass minutes are all here. I'm I have absolutely... smelling some Gambini protection money around here. I have here, absolutely you know? no proof of this, but I think it's fun. <laughs> um, there were never any incurable insane people there. <laughs> it was just buildings full of people. That's, full that of people kill. that was going to get uh, fitted for some cement some shoes. <laughs> They're about to get whacked. <laughs> Stool pigeons. Stoolies. Rats. Um, 
So, Snitches getting stitches. So this is the basic history of the Illinois Asylum for the Incurable Insane. Sure which is sounds... now its official fucking title because that bangs out of control. Yeah, yeah that does. sounds pretty gross. Um, So it's mostly in ruins now or torn down now. But one story that pres- like like stands the test of time yeah. um, is the story of Old Book. Old Book. Old Book. Old Book? Yes, he's a gentleman. Old Book is a man. Isn't that the name of like one of the aliens in Dark City? Sure. Mr. Book and Mr. Hand. I feel like you're saying words that exist in the English language and mean nothing to you me. You never saw Dark City? Nope. No. Oh, what my God. Okay, welcome to the Dark City Podcast. I am your host, Bob. The greatest movie. No? no. I can't get anybody on buying them. No. no. Hey, you know what? Send me a tweeter if you want to, uh, RobotJQ, uh, if you want to talk about Dark City sometime. Okay, continue. Crickets. Nerd. Crickets. Crickets. Continue. You know what? I bet somebody's going to send me a message. Old book. Old book. Story of old book. I hope somebody sends me a message. <laughs> no, one doctor, no one sent him messages. Now don't listen to them. Don't do it. Don't you listen to them. Uh, so Dr. Zeller. Don't give him uh, joy. When he opened up the facility, he was just like, we, um, he took burials pretty seriously. So whenever he had information on a patient, he would try and send the body of the patients who passed away because lots of people that came to him were also already sick. Mm-hmm. Um, so they had a lot of turnover, especially in the early days. So he would try and send them back to their families whenever possible. But if no one claimed the body or if they didn't have information about right. who this person was, they, he was like, we need a cemetery where we can start giving these people like a good Probably. Mm -hmm. Um, So they opened up the first cemetery, the oldest of the four cemeteries. Um, So like I said, oftentimes they don't have names, so it's literally just a patient number. Um, And to take care of this, Dr. Zeller created a burial core of people that included like a mix of staff, but mostly of patients who were, because his thing was like, like no one needs to be caged up no it's not a prison right. sure. so he was just like if you're able to like dig or carry or like do work and help out the facility let's get you handle a dead job. body yeah. let's get you outside that'll and- help your mental state yeah, yeah it's totally. great <laughs> super good I, I think it i think it was well intentioned i just think the execution maybe was not the smartest i mean yeah. i he probably only needed like five ten people at any given time so mm-hmm. he, could, he could rotate through them it's fine yeah, he's it's- a lot of patience <laughs> okay fine. I'm still on board with Dr. Zeller. Okay. Um, so, yeah. So, uh, one of the people who were part of his burial corps was Old Book. Old Who was book. on the burial corps for book. a very long time. So, his official name is A. Bookbinder. Oh, Bookbinder. Um, and he, his name is A. Bookbinder. A. Bookbinder. He's a bookbinder. He suffered a mental breakdown while he was working at a printing house, probably in Chicago, based Ugh. on records. Right. Um, and this breakdown uh, registered him for all intents and purposes, mute. Like, he would make noises, but he couldn't really speak anymore. Oh, gosh. That poor guy. So then the police were, like, taking a report down about him when they were, like, having him institutionalized somewhere, and they'd written down his occupation as a bookbinder. But then the clerk, when they were checking him into the Institute for the Incurably Insane, they were like, there's no name on the form. This must have been his name. They put it in the wrong place, so they listed his name as a bookbinder. Um, which is how his name, he just became affectionately named Old Book. Because oh. he doesn't speak, so we can't right. correct anyone. And this is the name on his official record. Oh my gosh. Would he respond to that name? Yeah, he seemed fine with it. This is fascinating. Um, I am super into this story. Yeah. <laughs> I am so, very invested. I'm not going to shut up. So these, uh, the the burials, because they were pretty prevalent, especially in the early days. It's mm-hmm. the early 1900s. Shit is not going Great. well. It's hard to survive in the best of situations. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of these funerals happening. And most of they're pretty like, 
they're respectful, but they're pretty sterile. They're like, a lot of these people came for a very short amount of time, passed on, and then were just buried. That was it. Mm. Um, so they're like kind of emotionless, and they're like, this was some of the inmates or the uh, patient's jobs yeah. was just to dig the grave and then lower the coffin and like bury the body. That's yeah. their, yeah, that yeah. was their Monday to Friday thing. Mm-hmm. So when old books joined up with the burial corps, um, from the very first time, um, as soon as they like they dug the grave and they start to lower the coffin, he takes off his hat and he just starts to openly and emotionally weep. Oh wow! Over the death oh. of this person because uh, he's just like this is a person, person who and existed and is gone now, and that is sad. Um, I, I thought you were going to go in a very different direction. Nope, it's a See, very heartwarming you had a, you story. You had a heartwarming story. I had gone in the Started horror movie to direction. Be a terrible person. He took like, off his hat. There was a head on the back of his face. He's Voldemort. Everyone dies. No, I thought it was going to be like old book needed a job, <laughs> and they ran out of bodies to bury. So old book started old making new him. bodies to old bury. Old book lacked to work. <laughs> old book loved his job. <laughs> Jesus. No, it's a delightful heartwarming story in your garbage. You are. <laughs> <laughs> True. No. Nope. So old book uh, would do this at every single burial, Aww. and sometimes it's like multiple days out of a week oh, they're doing God. these burials, and he would yes, yes, laugh about your lack of a soul. Yeah. Laugh, Bob. laugh. <laughs> yeah. Um. So and oftentimes he would like be weeping as they're lowering the coffin, and then he would walk over to this old. Owled, owled? This old gnarled elm tree that was in the middle of the cemetery and he would sort of like lean against it to steady himself and he would just openly weep for these people who had Aww. passed on. Um, and it was very sweet and he lived there for several years and then eventually old book dies. Oh. Um, and because he had been at the institution. But who would weep for old book? Who weeps? We'll get to get to it. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so he had been there for several years, and um, he had become like a bit of a like a what's the word? Like a mascot, a bit. Uh. Like everybody kind of liked him. Um, he was the Philly fanatic of the. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of, except mute in a good way. Um, and so, when he died, hundreds of people attended his funeral. Oh, so, look. like people, like other patients, nurses, doctors, everyone, including Doctor Zeller. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we have an account of Old Book's funeral. Um, so I have some quotes for you. I would oh, love good. a quote. I love a quote. Why don't you give me the best quotes of I'm, the I am. This funeral? I'm going to give you four. We're okay, four quotes. Quote okay. number one. So I'll at, rate them. Yes. So uh, they're, they're in the middle of his service. They're starting to lower the coffin. Mm-hmm. And Dr. Zeller says, just as the choir finished the last line of Rock of Ages, which I immediately went to the terrible Tom Cruise movie. Yeah, yeah that's yep, what I was that's thinking where too. I went too. I'm sure it means something else. Um, the men grasped the ropes, stooped forward, and with a powerful muscular effort prepared to lift the coffin in order to permit the removal of the crossbeams and allow it to gently descend into the grave. Oh, Dr. Zeller was a little into falls. it. Yes. Muscular efforts. Yep. At a given signal, they heaved. I imagined a- my own muscular efforts Ooh, in this Pull movement. those ropes. Pull them. Crazy sexy men. Nah. <laughs> um, at, <laughs> at a given signal, they heaved away the ropes, and in the next. Heaving! And muscular it, efforts and in the, you see what I'm he's, saying okay. yes, yes we're here for the gay porn that's in your head yes delicious um, and in the next instant all four lay on their backs for the coffin instead of offering resistance bounded into the air like an eggshell whoa as if it were empty whoa what Yes. Old book so, ain't in there. Then people freak the fuck out. Yeah. People I start to scream. Some people run away. 
And Dr. Zeller's like, this is not good for their mental health. To investigate. Yeah. Zach Bagg. He's now now a doctor of of detectology. So he says, in the midst of the commotion, a wailing voice was heard and every eye turned towards the graveyard elm or the old gnarled elm tree. Which is where that old book used to like lean against. And there was a um, whale making said, a wailing noise. He said, from there, the wailing noise whence it emanated. Every man and woman stood transfixed, for there, just as had always been the case, stood old book. Whoa. Weeping and moaning with an earnestness that outrivaled anything ever shown before. Whoa. So who cries for old book? Old book. Old book, book cries does. for old book. He's like, I'm sad. I'm what dead. What the fuck? Yeah. So then they're like, holy shit, maybe he's not really dead. Yeah. So they run to the coffin and they rip it open. And, and he's inside, in old book, super fucking dead. Yeah. Inside the coffin. Oh, boy. Super dead inside. They said as soon as they opened the coffin lid, the wailing stopped. Oh. Um, uh, and they said... Uh, he was unquestionably dead. That's what Dr. Zeller said. They kept poking him he, with a yep. stick. Damn, They're like, are you fucking dead? He <laughs> definitely dead. This motherfucker's dead. Yeah, His motherfucker ears dead. falling off. He's dead. He he's, dead. he's gross. He stinks. He's gross and stinky. And we he's should close. Dead. We need to close the So then right they looked back we're over to now. the graveyard elm and the apparition of old book had vanished. Hmm. Um, he cried for himself, Argentina. And Dr. Zeller said, um, <laughs> it was awful, but it was real. I saw it. Hundreds of nurses saw it, and 300 spectators saw it. Damn, that was a big funeral. Wow. Um, yes. I'm going to get like six people at mine. And so they buried him under a gravestone. He, ex- he is buried in one of the, in the older graveyard of hmm. the institution. Um, and he said, today, old book's grave remains without headstone or monument. Not true. They put a headstone in now. Um, but if anyone asks where he is, those of us who know the point to sh- will do more than shudder at the remains of the graveyard elm. Oh. So they just like point at the tree and they're like, that's where that's he fucking That's where is. he yep. went. Um, and in case you're wondering where these quotes are coming from, uh, Dr. Zeller wrote a book in 1920 called Befriending the Bereft, which was about his oh. experiences working oh. with the incurably insane and the fucking ghost story the of ghost old of book. One Quality of those alliteration there from people. the good doctor. Yes. Um, so Befriending the Bereft. Yes. Butterfly. <laughs> um, so after um, Old Book dies, okay. uh, immediately the graveyard elm starts to wither. Oh, no. He and it takes about tree. a year. And then the tree completely dies. Oh, it's Old no Book kills it. And they tried to save it. Like, they did the best they could. Because it's like this big old elm tree in the middle yeah. of the cemetery. Did it get Dutch elm disease? I don't know. Yes. Yes. That's what happened. Yeah, it got Dutch elm yeah, disease. Yeah, see, there's a guy sometimes as a got, cigar is a cigar. It okay? got book elm disease. Um... <laughs> So it got, so it started, it got much sicker and then eventually the entire tree died. And so they were like, okay, we're going to have to remove the tree now. So they start cutting off the limbs and trying to chop the tree down. And the workers. And there's the screaming trees. And and the workers came back to Dr. Zeller and said, the moment we tried to like chop down the tree, it emitted, quote, an agonizing, desperate cry of pain. Oh, Oh, boy. I thought it was gonna just start like like it was like a whomping willow, yeah. like in fucking Harry nope. Potter, just start beating the you shit out of you. in pain when they started to it cut is the screaming dead trees. It is the screaming down. trees. Yes. Yep. And then Doctor Zeller was like, "Okay, well that's weird." 
And then a little bit of time passed, and he's like, we really have to remove that tree. Maybe we should just try and burn it. So then they start to burn the bottom of it. It was was already screaming. Yes. Try to burn it. What happened next? So then they try to burn it, and um, the tree starts to cry. Oh, And they can hear this, like, weeping, wailing cry that sounds exactly like old book. Jesus Christ. Coming from the tree. So they were like, okay, you know what? We're going to leave the tree. Yeah, we're still going to leave the tree. So years and years later... The tree was eventually struck by lightning mm. and like felled itself. Okay. Yeah, when um, he was ready to go. But for the the for the entirety of the time that the rest that the institution existed, no one else tried to fuck with the tree. Again. I wouldn't. Fuck they with were the like, tree. "That's old books tree." Um. So did uh, they like, turn it? Did they did they turn it into paper so that he could it could be bound into a book? No, I don't it got think because it was already dead. Well, you know, I don't know. think I I think it was like it could still turn to, into pulp, right? I think it was like halfway to petrified. Oh. it's been dead for fifteen a long years time. at this point. Sure. Um, Petrified so paper. if you go, uh, if you stone are stone books, if you're so stone tomes, go, my new metal band. There is a grave marked Manuel Bookmaker, Aww. or Bookbinder, um, in the old cemetery, the oldest of the four cemeteries, um, and it said that he uh, was there from 1878 to 1910. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's grave marker 713. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. If you care to go look for him. Apparently he is there. He now has a grave marker. Good. Nice, nice. Thank you. Um, even though the tree that. no longer exists. Bye, so tree. that's the story of Old Book. Oh, I like Old Book. Who's just a nice man who just likes to cry for people. That's delightful. Because no one cried for them. Yeah. That is a very delightful story. That yes, makes very sweet happy. Man. So the place is supposed to be like haunted with a bunch of other stuff. None of the other stories really like held any resonance. Um Carly says many investigators report seeing apparitions, shadow people, disembodied voices, and doors that open and close themselves. Right. You're like basic ghosts. Yeah, yeah. basic ho- ghost um, horseshit. Ghost bitch. She goes on to say, Personally, I have been to this asylum both when it was still standing and after the demolition. Ooh. You walk onto this property and it is thick with tension. Not bad tension, just like someone is watching watching you curiously the whole hmm. time hey what are you doing here during a few times after Said the demolition <laughs> i did see did figures walking through the grounds oh it was very daunting ah? walking so, through the grounds yeah, eh? so apparently there's a bunch of ghosts that hang out there but of course the most well-known ghost of this is old, it was book. old book who's such a sweet man he's a sweet he's old sweet. man he's so like i like you yeah. i feel sorry that you have died yeah and so that's the story of old book a bookbinder a bookbinder um, and the illinois asylum for the incurable insane sure right. um, strong name he's so good strong uh which brings me to my beer strong. so my beer is from dust bowl brewing yeah and it's called therapist yeah <laughs> <laughs> it says no appointment necessary it's an imperial ipa Zoinks. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it is. It's 10.4%. Tastes like yep. it. It's a hop-centric Imperial IPA that treats you to a heavy dose of hops that won't leave you bitter. Have a seat. You'll need one. You'll need it. And leave your worries to the therapist. Uh, this is therapy in a bottle. Yeah. This I is, don't disagree with it. It's re- It smells like stanky weed. Mm-hmm. It tastes so good. My problem with most Imperials and doubles and triples and all that silly stuff that happens with IPAs these days is they tend to get too sweet. Mm. Um, yeah, because they got to put all that fucking. Because they got to put all the extra sugar in for the, the fermentation. Get, I think maybe that's the difference between the ten and the eleven. Yeah, yeah, this is. This still has some of that sweetness. E. It's not as bad as some of the other ones I've had. It's not my favorite, but it's it's still good. Like yeah. it's a it's a good. I feel like for yeah. an imperial, it is pretty good. Yeah, it does I would have agree a with touch that. of that sweetness, mm-hmm. um, and the very front, but I think it fades away to that hoppy bitterness at the end. Yeah, what I do agree you with that. think, wife? Girl what who did hates you say, IPAs? girl who hates these? 
She had so a smell. it's definitely so it doesn't smell as hoppy. It smells much sweeter for me and okay, my okay. hatred of the shit. Sure, sure. Um, she's taking a sip. She's not liking it. Ooh, no. Nope. Yeah, it's ooh it's faces. one of those ooh faces where it's like it's sweet and then you swallow and then it's that bitter punch you in the face that I do not. Oh, I'm not all. a fan. Doesn't I like it. Fan. I enjoy being punched ah. in the face. Yeah, I don't. Well, I. Look, but it's because I have a thing against this type of beer. In yeah, beer. it's not in your general. favorite. No, it's not your favorite. Um, I think it's pretty solid. Yeah, it's uh, not bad for an imperial. I think I'm happy to have shared a bottle. But I, I think probably if the you right pounded choice. this entire bottle, oh, you'd be sleeping. You would definitely need a fucking seat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and a fucking pillow. Yeah, you would. You would need Good old night. book to cry for you because yeah. you' about to die. Yeah. It, it's gonna fucking hit you. It well, is. that was like that night that I acted, I didn't read the label on the Arrogant Bastard and a Ruination. I drank both. Yep. I had one of those. Oh, God. I was drunk. Yeah. yeah. We were trying to watch Harry Potter. We were trying to watch Harry Potter, and I looked over at Melissa, and I said, what do you think of the... Oh, no. You get to that level of drunk where you're like, I don't want to be drunk anymore, but yeah. there's no coming back. No. I, I, I had I no idea it happened because I was just sitting there laughing at the movie. No. And then all of a sudden I was like, yep, I'm, I'm hammered. you Yep. Dobby. That was me. Anyway. Come back. We're going to have round two. I like this. I'm going to be... Go finish it. I'm going to be pickled tuna by second part of this Stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's your old pal, Engineer Bob. Did you know my favorite thing about books is reading them? Because old book. Did you get it? That's a great time to the show. Hey, guess what? You need to do us a huge favor and you need to go over to your iTunes. You need to rate the show. You need to review it. And you need to subscribe to it. Because it helps us move up the charts and gets all the people excited about the Booze and Bruce podcast. Just see if it's two words. Great show. Thumbs up. I don't give a shit. Just do it. It'll be great. It's good for us. good for you. It's good for everybody. But most for us. Hey, we also have a bunch of great social media websites that you can contact us on. We have a Twitter at Booze and Bruce. We have a Facebook at Booze and Bruce. And we have an Instagram at Booze and Bruce Podcast. We're also assembling a listener's hauntings show. So send us your ghost stories, your personal ghost stories at Booze and Bruce Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget that we have the world's greatest Patreon, where you get to see sketches that I draw during the show, great video episodes, which we've been told are very funny, and audio episodes that are bonuses, including ones where I yell about conspiracy theories. All available at patreon.com slash booze and brews. Okay, thank you for listening to me, Yak. Now back to the show. Woohoo! We're gonna paint some happy trees this part of the episode oh, with happy trees. Oh, happy trees! Secret little bush. Secret bush. <laughs> bush is our secret. Don't tell anyone about the bush. This is our Merkin bush. Secret don't, bushes. Don't talk about the bush. Don't talk don't about, about the bush. bush. But you know, what I'm gonna talk to you about you more haunted about, Illinois. Talk nope, about got, the got happy a new song trees. For the, uh, I'm gonna talk for the, about for the booze and bruise album. Don't talk about the bush. Don't talk mm-hmm. about the bush. Right now. Don't uh, talk about the bush. I want to say that we're probably about ten bucks away from. Uh, Guys, if you want this album, we've been hovering on the cusp of the booze and bruise yep. album for a hot minute, and Bob has been He's in been the night sweats about about having to do it over. Yeah. Yep. Uh, By the way, if you just come in and spend the dollars and then get it for a month and then leave, you don't get the album, okay? I need to see sustained $100. Well, it's going to take you more than a month to do the album. That's the point. I'm going to know, and then you're going to leave, and then you're not going to get it, okay? So no screwing around. You have to sustain with us. I will take it back the second that thing goes back down. Yeah, okay. Okay? You take it off. I will remove it. You're like angry, I will delete it from the internet. I will turn this podcast around. I will turn around. And take it away. By the way, I don't actually fault anybody for doing that. I'm just saying that if it doesn't sustain, then you don't get it. <laughs> wow. So Because I, I get it. You know what? You don't always have 10 bucks. 
I get it. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're also wrong. I get wrong. it. Friends. We have a bunch of lovely Patreon supporters. We do. And we love you. Yeah, we, we do, love do. You. We love you but so much. But we're not yet at the album level. We're yeah. very close. We're like a dollar away. We're literally a dollar away. Uh, so anyway, patreon.com slash booze and brews. Um, at time of recording. Mm-hmm. Yes. This is coming out weeks from now. Yeah, this is, that is true. I am still pickled tuna. We took a long break. It did nothing to help with my <laughs> We had grapes and that did not help you. Nope. No. Those grapes no. are just fermenting in your tummy into <laughs> wine. Booty in rear view. <laughs> so I'm going to tell you, friends. Hello, friends. I'm going to tell you about uh, McPike Mansion. McPike? McPike McPike Mansion. I forgot what this episode was. Illinois. Yep. Yep. Back on board now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you're with us. I was like, wait, where is that? What? Who am I? Where am I? What is this? How is this? Time into the Illuminati construct. Here we go. So McPike Mansion is located in Alton, Illinois, uh, which is- That's where our episode's about. No, it's not. It's Illinois. About, it's about Illinois, but not Alton, Illinois. That's what my Patreon episode is about. Same Same No, so if you want to hear more about Alton, Illinois, you should subscribe to our Patreon, which we Let's just talked about. Let's see if they like the part you're giving them for free before they buy some of it. <laughs> All right, anyway. So Alton, Illinois is a suburb of St. Louis, Missouri. Heard of it? Geography. Yeah. Uh, so it's right on the Mississippi. But it's in Illinois. But it's on the Mississippi. How can it be so near? Oh, the- it's oh. on the Mississippi. Yes. They're so very near each other. It's on the western side or the no. eastern side? Eastern because be it's eastern. in Illinois. I don't know geography. <laughs> no, it's on the western side. It's on the east side of I know where Bosnia is. East, so Missouri and then it's like Here's the river. Here's Missouri. I'm doing a lot of hand gestures. Yeah, None yeah, of y'all yeah. can see this because yeah, yeah. y'all okay. on the okay. internet. In I Illinois. understand it now. Anyway. Look it up. Maps exist. So the McPike Mansion was constructed in 1869. Nice. Nice. I nice. had beer in my mouth. Yeah, you did. Nice. Uh, nice. And you nice. hit puberty. When it's with time seem- to change. Uh, by Henry Guest McPike. Uh, and Christopher sits, McGuest? Yep, Christopher Guest, Pike, McPike. Uh, and sits upon one of the highest points in Alton, which is why the house is also called Mount Lookout. Mount Lookout. Mount yes. Tolly McHeidelberry. Yes. So Henry McPike was born in Lawrenceburg, Indiana in 1825. This is haunted Illinois. I'm this out. Is a this whole is different state. He moved to Alton in 1847 and okay, lived there now it all makes sense again. until his death in 1910. Die. Way, way to bring it on back, dear. Good job. <laughs> It's like I do this. You're on it's fire like you do a podcast. I do this every week. Semi-professionally. It's like I, I'm a semi-professional podcaster. <laughs> consummate professional. I am a consummate professional. Um, he was Irish just f- watch. You got oh, it. You fucking fine. did it. <laughs> Not drunk. Oh, no. I did it. Andy broke Bob. I did it. Uh, Mr. I really did not fake them myself. That was very funny. <laughs> Mr. McPike was a friend of Abraham Lincoln. Oh man! And in fact, Lincoln was on stage notoriously during forty. Uh, he was on stage and set up farty? the last of the Lincoln Douglas debates. Uh, the so, smelliest. Yes, the smelliest. <laughs> All the Lincoln Douglas. So debates. the last of the series. <laughs> Get a bunch of seven years ago. Years ago. No, so the last of the Lincoln-Douglas debates was held in Alton. Mr. McPike helped set it up and was on stage because he was a friend of Lincoln. Oh, nice. Um, he was like a promoter. He yeah. Was a he was, uh, yeah. He was the Don King of his day. Don King of his day. He was even present in the Telegraph office with Abraham Lincoln as the results of the 1860 election were read. Oh, that's cool. Or came through. So, he yeah. was there for he it. He was there for Mr. I Abraham. I don't know why I'm talking. Like I don't know yeah. either. Oh my god! I'm sorry. A bird just very much flew at that window. No, there were. I don't. It was a lot of birds, and I'm they gonna, came right at the window. I'm gonna hit timeout for a minute. 
while I was starting to tell about McPike, I shit you not, there were about 25 birds that just flew past our front window. I'm like, where are you? Where are you going? Very close. I thought that bird was coming for you, Bob. Look, this there's is another bird one town. that just drove by. Drove by. Hey, welcome, drove to bird, by. welcome to Birds and Beers podcast. That's What's right. your favorite kind of starling? Birds who and brews. Who cares? So, <laughs> who cares? McPike later became mayor of Elton and served for about four years. Okay. It was toward the end of his life. Okay. Who okay. cares? Bob is so broken. What's your favorite bird? Who cares? That was very funny. <laughs> um, he, by all accounts, was an all-around good dude. Okay, stand-up um, guy. He was a stand-up guy. He really was. He liked plants and birds. Speaking of birds. Who hey, that's the what? story oh, summoned the birds. Oh, my God. Oh my You're God. talking about our friend. Was this the McBride. Was this the episode where I talked about my birding journal? Yes. Or McPike? What was his McPike. name? McPike. Well, it was not McBride. I was like yeah. Danny McBride. Danny McBride. Super no. stoned McPike. The yes. highest. Uh, but yeah, he liked his plants and his birds, and he lived a relatively quiet life. What was his favorite plant, and what was his favorite bird? I don't know. Um, oh, it was didn't. pot and the kookaburra. Nice. That's it. Uh, yeah, and he was an abolitionist. He was very active in the um, the whole abolitionist movement. Hashtag good dude. And Elton, he liked to sit in an old gum tree. Yeah. Yeah. Elton, too, uh, itself served as a very important city. Um, in, For what reason? In the fact that it was a on the free side, and Missouri was a slave state. So mm. a lot of slaves would escape. Oh, it was on the cusp. It was. It was yeah. right across the river. So a lot of so um, slaves like, would escape, and they would like, go across the river. Enter here for freedom. Yes. Mm. And then there was a ton of underground railroad places that uh, would help usher them further north. It's just mm-hmm. called a subway. Mm-hmm. That, yes. That's exactly it. Um, so... He also owned, Mr. McPike also owned the island of Abraham Lincoln's famous duel with James Shields called Bloody Island. Bloody Island. I had no idea that James Shields, or sorry, that Abraham Lincoln was involved in a duel of any sort. Yeah, when you said famous duel, I was like, not that famous. So it was famous air quotes duel because as the story goes, Abraham Lincoln and Mary Todd were this was while before they got married okay um okay. they were a, a sassy group of people and this james shields guy wrote a couple articles um in the newspaper that abraham did not agree with so he pretended to be this woman rebecca and started talking about how this guy tried to hit on her oh my god is he catfishing this dude he kind of was abraham lincoln catfishing this dude he was like catfish shaming this man like this guy smells and he does all this like he wrote, oh my god and, and he, he was like an internet troll farty. of the day he trolled he, he like made an alt account troll so hard yeah yep and mary todd did the same thing so james shields got wind of it he's got like, a tiny weenie and it smells look like that. look at all those fucking rolls. birds yeah it's the, that's it's, it's fucking tippy there are a fucking thousand crows outside of our apartment flying around one this might say a murder of a crows. murder yeah it's fucking tippy hendron up in here the birds yeah it's so very anyway creepy. so uh it's okay we're indoors yeah we're fine if they come through that window they're gonna eat bot first <laughs> So James Save Shields, ourselves! Peck, 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 peck. Don't so, worry, I will. I so Mr. Shields uh, was very offended by these articles. He petitioned the newspaper to be like, who wrote these articles? And the newspaper, I have a perfectly average sized penis. Please show me the receipts. So the newspaper did, and they found out that the articles were actually written by Abraham Lincoln and Mary I Todd. I thought you were going to say the articles were written, and it was true. They it was measured it. It was a they totally average sized penis. Yep, it was. Five inches. Five and a half inches. It was just un- unspectacular. <laughs> He's a grower, not a shower. All right. right. There's nothing particularly special about it. He sows his seeds. It gets the job done. It's right. fine. It's totally fine. It's fine. <laughs> so anyway, Mr. Shields was so offended by this, and he challenged Lincoln to a duel. 
uh, because his honor was, you okay. know, the honor of him and his dick and his right. Yeah. Exactly. He he felt that his he was sort of besmirched. He'd been impugned. Yes, Mister Impute. So anyway, so he said. Um, Dueling was illegal in Illinois, so mm-hmm, they were like, mm-hmm. "We need to go to Missouri to do this." <laughs> nice, right? That's what um um Aaron Burr and Alexander Hamilton did. They had yeah. to go to fucking Jersey. Mm-hmm. Stupid. So they were like illegal here. We go to Jersey. We're gonna go. Everything's legal in New so Jersey. So they had to go to New Jersey. They went to Bloody Island. Now Shields gave was it Lincoln. called Bloody Island before mm-hmm. that? Yeah. Well, probably because oh, it's it right over a- the border, and it seems like a place for duels. Is it where people just went to duel? They went to Bloody I, Island. I don't know, but that is where and a shark. lot of them. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, bloody shirts. Um, so Shields gave Lincoln the option to pick the weapon. So Lincoln chose penises. Lincoln he chose He was known for his sabers. incredible... I was going to make a joke about sabers. He chose sabers. Mm-hmm. Now, for those of you who don't know Abraham Lincoln, he was a very tall man. Um, you never met him. He I never was tall. met him, but he was tall. Yeah. Uh, by all accounts. So he picked sabers because he also had a very large wingspan. Yeah, yeah, man. He's got the fucking reach. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what happened was the day of the duel came... And the way they set it up was like, okay, Lincoln, you can't cross this line. Shields, you can't cross this line. Basically, you have to like swords it you have out. To poke at each other, poke at each away. other until one of you die. Yeah. Okay, Just so the dude with the fucking head. monkey arms is gonna win. Exactly. So what Lincoln did, he as like before the duel, he was like, I'm just going to stretchy stretch, whatever. He lifts his arm up and chops down a branch high above Shields' head. It falls down. Shields looks and goes... That guy's got a reach. I don't got that reach, dog. I don't got that reach. I would win. I have such a reach. So he goes, uh, I'm going to call a truce. And that was the end of the famous Lincoln duel. JK, JK, JK. He said, JK, JK, I don't want to die. So there actually was no duel because Lincoln's massive arm span, or wingspan, On this day, the island remained unblooded. Unblooded. Bloodless. Unless it was the blood of that tree because a branch got chopped Tree blood. Tree blood. Maple syrup. (laughs) Trees can cry. We found that out last episode or half the episode. Um, So anyway, back to the mansion. Um, (laughs) (laughs) You're terrible. (laughs) I like that that one worked. (laughs) That one got like such a genuine laugh. So, it was such a like little throwaway. I mean, I that's know. what did it. So back to the mansion. Um, the house's architect was a man named Lucas Pfeffenberger. Of course. Sure was. Which sounds like a sneeze. Mm-hmm. Um, the McPike family lived there until 1925 um, when the house was bought by a man named Paul Leichinger. Okay. Very German. None of these are real names. No. Sure. None of these um, are real people. Paul turned it into a sort of boarding house. He lived in... One of a few of the rooms, and then he rented out the rest. Okay, so he mm-hmm. had to let out the rest of the room. Yeah, he had some credit card debt. He did. He was okay. like, I can't afford this house, but I really like it's in a nice part of town. Yeah, I got it. Um, so it's after got the original wainscoting, right? <laughs> the ship lap. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> ship lap. Ship lap. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like now I just want to walk around and insert myself into random other people's conversations and just scream ship lap I thought you were going to say that you wanted to be on like all those house hunters shows <laughs> and just yell parts of houses at them I do- Wayne Scotting patio I definitely want to do that as well racist lighting you could do it flashing you know what there's something stopping us yeah we you should be I just feel like every home improvement show is what is stopping me from being on home improvement shows. No, no. Can Their editor is carefully cutting me out of every episode I as it. I walk by in the background screaming, Ship Lamp! I feel like she's part of our throuple. Crowd molding! 
Holy shit. She's part of our thruple. Uh, see you later. We're trying to go through the house and we just have this like hanger on. <laughs> anyway. Breakfast um, Nook! <laughs> Oh, gas stove. So after Paul's death in 1945, the house was abandoned and fell into disrepair. Oh. Uh, nearly everything left in the house was either stolen or broken by vandals. Okay. Um, the home was put on the historic registry to save it from being demolished in 1980. Um, and the current owners, Sharon and George Ludke, bought it at auction in 1994. Okay. Oh, that was very nice of them. Uh, they planned on restoring it to a bed and breakfast, but because of the damn red tape, they actually can't do it. So oh, what they can't open it as a business. But they don't have any resident. money. Mm. Yeah, they don't really have oh, the money they also for that. Have credit card debt. Yes. Yeah, so, so now they. Lap. So now any renovations that they do, um, they they fund through um, donations and tours. Um, and what do we find on these tours? What do we find on the tours? Yes! Yes! We found a bunch of ghosts on the tour. You know what else I bet we found on the show? What? Hmm. Shiplap! I bet there's some shiplap. <laughs> shiplap! So Sharon um, seems to have... Now, Sharon spells her name annoyingly. How does she spell it? S-H-A-R-Y-N? That's Sharon. not how you spell Sharon. I don't like it. Sharon. No. S H A R O N. Get out of here with your crappy spelling. That's how you spell Sharon. You know what? Spell All Sharon's I know spell her name. Spell your name how you want to spell your name. Live your fucking truth. S H A R I N. Says the girl whose sister spells her name with a weird letter. Yeah. I was like, my. I was like, don't come at me. My name is spelled fucking normally. No one can spell it correctly. Your mom spelled it incorrectly. My mom. Sorry. Eyes are hard. I was watching. Speaking of like spelling names incorrectly, I was watching the Olympic channel because they're doing a bunch of because there is an Olympics coming up. So Which they, one? Is, it's a Tokyo. summer? Yeah, uh, summer Olympics. Okay, fun. So Run they some were hurdles. Doing, oh my God, we're going to have an Olympic soon and I'm very excited. About it. I'm very excited. I love an I Olympic. I want to volunteer. I think I'm going to volunteer to like to help sign out. up now. Okay. Sign up now we'll or talk miss about the Olympics. It All right. I have the inside track. You have to sign up now. Okay, I'm going to do it. So anyway, um, I was watching one of the running events I don't know if it was like the mm-hmm. 400 or whatever but one of the girls was Vanessa spelled my sister's way and I was like hey oh that's right you hey, pointed oh, that out shit. to me and was, you were very excited very because excited. nobody spells it that way nobody except does, your sister it's the wrong way my yeah. day is the right way uh, sure. agreed I like tell a story to anyway, me about a so, ghost so Sharon <laughs> nice um, Sharon has had a lot of experiences Sharon. in the house and they started about six weeks after they bought it okay uh, so while Sharon was doing some gardening work in the front yard um she looked up at the house and in the upstairs window of the uh, building, she saw a man staring at her. Oh, a no. staring man. A Pikachu. Pika, yeah. Pika man. A Pikachu. Pikachu. Pika man. <laughs> Pikachu man. Pika, the Pikachu's man. Pika, I choose you. Yeah, he chose to stare to at you. To stare at her. Creepily. Yeah. yeah. So she he just quickly, quit masturbating furiously. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, he quickly disappeared, uh, but not before Sharon took note of what he was wearing. Um, she then went to he the- He was shirt cocking. He was down a bucket. Sure. Yes. She went to the library and while researching the house, came across a photo of the previous and very dead owner, Paul uh, Oakenfold. Likinger. Oh. Known to Shirtcock. And yeah. he was wearing the exact Known same. Known Shirtcocksman Paul yeah. Oakenfold. Known yeah. Shirtcocksman. Yeah. Was Known wearing, Winnie the Pooer. Mm-hmm. So the man that she found in the picture was wearing the exact same outfit as the man she saw in the window. Oh, so oh. She's like, oh shit. That was Paul Likinger. I done seen you. I, I saw you. Done seen you. Um, done seen that Another shirtcock. spirit that Sharon has encountered is that of a servant girl named But see, Sarah. he just stands in the window and stares yes, at her. Yes, that's what he does. Okay. And masturbates furiously. And ma- oh, yeah, I, yes. for- I forgot about the furious masturbation. I don't know, I don't know I what I was thinking. That. I don't. Not Ghost, about masturbation. No, Ghost chism. It comes out like an ectoplasm. Poof. 
We've talked about this yes. on yes. the show. Yes. My God, it's been us up. Listen to some previous episodes to hear about internet. ghost masturbation. So you know it's true. Um, so what's kind of fun slash creepy is that Sharon on her own decided that this this spirit that she feels in the house she decided to call her Sarah on her own and later found a book on the house that had the name Sarah Wells written into it hmm. oh so, so she, was, she was just like this spirit's name is Sarah and then the spirit she was, was going like through the true house. story here's my book here's my book my name is actually Sarah yeah uh, Sarah is Would very you f- reading my manuscript <laughs> yeah it's her Can manifesto give me some notes uh, yeah. so I'm trying my hand at prose I'm not very strong at it because not I don't strong, have much of like an education, I really, I but like I could a, really appreciate your one-tooth response yeah, to there's my a, notes. There's a, there's a, um, a, a story in my heart, you know, and I really want to tell right, it. Right, and my heart will go on. Look, this is my personal story, so I would love to hear your thoughts, but only if they're positive. Only yeah. if they're positive. I really can't handle negative um, comments because I'm a very fragile sort of soul. I'm a delicate burn. Yeah, so if you could not, <laughs> that'd be great. If you could just like read it and give me a thumbs up, that'd be awesome. If you can just give me like a heart sticker. Yeah, I would. So anyway, um, Sarah is a very affectionate ghost. Um, she has hugged Sharon on occasion, like she's felt oh. somebody like envelop her. Nope, nope, personal in a, in a hug sort of thing. This is a sort of friendly ghost. Yeah, and she's also the spirit associated with the pleasant lilac smell on the third floor. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I like how dude ghosts always smell like cigarettes cigars. or cigars, Does and Paul women guy, always smell like lavender lilacs. or lilacs. Yeah, yeah, flowers. So that Paul, speaking of the same thing, flowers Paul, versus smell, shrubs. You smell cigars in the house, and it's Paul. That's because flowers he was known versus to smoke burning cigar. bushes. Yeah, flowers for Ultradon. Mm. Yeah. Oh my. That's God. a good literary poll. Thank you. Yeah. That is the title of the book. Charlie. Good job, me. Uh, but it really seems to be the downstairs basement and wine cellar that has the most activity in the house. Oh. Oh, um, wino ghosts. Drunken yes. ghosts. Yeah. So in nineteen ghosts <laughs> in this town of. Uh, Whatever, uh, something eyes, uh, Pat, no. Hungry eyes? Hungry eyes. Yeah. Hungry eyes. Yes, that's what I was doing. Okay, thank you. So in 1999. Same page, we got there. Good. Uh, In 1999, during a tour led by Sharon, uh, a paranormal investigator captured a white mist on tape in the basement. Um, The toot! The mist suddenly (laughs) appeared, moved toward the group, surrounded them. And was stinky! Oh my God, Dutch oven! And the they investigator the whole investigation so it showed, group. and the, the investigator said that it, it felt electrical um like and that's uh had a know. rotten egg smell kind of no no smell but oh. it was like they saw but the it mist, did do one do four electric it enveloped them <laughs> Zap. they felt this electric thing and that's how ghost human hybrids are made I'm sure by the electricity, but from the ghost. Ghost yep. human hybrids are yep. made. Yes, yep. That's how it's happened. It's <laughs> like the Doctor Mor- Island of Doctor Moreau. Moreau. Weird yeah. shitty ghost. Uh, it's fine. Yep. Um, <laughs> weird, weird, <laughs> weird half. He's half human, half fart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, half human, half fart, half <laughs> electric. <laughs> uh, so in 2001, another group of investigators uh, had a creepy experience in the wine cellar. Um, the whole group was down there. Oh, super haunted wine cellar, man. Yeah, looking around, and one of the ladies in the group wanted to leave. She wasn't feeling great. She mm-hmm. was kind of spookied. So she, she was like, I'd like to go. poop. Yeah, she, she had to poop. <laughs> I need to poop, and I would like to well, poop. Well, it was the nervous peace. poop. She had the nervous poop. Yeah. She's like, I don't feel good. I have to poop. And I have to poop. Sometimes you have to poop. Yes, and it's fine. Everybody poops. Everybody you guys. poops, guys. Yep, yeah, you okay. can enjoy Sometimes great- you get nervous and you have to poop. That's right. So one of the women in the group took this other woman and they left. So two women left the group. Dual pooping. Dual pooping. Yeah, because women can't pee alone. They can't poop alone. Two girls, one cup. 
two girls, two poops. Both get Um, to get eaten, though. So the woman was escorted out, and shortly thereafter, the remaining group downstairs in the wine cellar heard footsteps crossing the floor above them, and then down the stairs and heard the uh, heavy wine cellar door crack open. Oh, wow. So they thought, oh, shoot, Robin's back. So they uh, turned to look, and they were shocked to find that no one was at the door. Oh, no, but they heard Robin come down. They heard somebody cross the floor, walk down the stairs. So they heard creak, creak, creak across Mm -hmm. the floor, walking down the stairs, dunk, 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 wine cellar open. Um, and then a few minutes later, the investigator actually returned. Uh, and she had heard none of this. Oh, yeah. it was a ghost. Come to visit them. It was a ghost visiting them. Um, but uh, my final story involves my most fam- favorite paranormal investigator of all time. Zach Baggins. The Bagginses. Oh. Yeah! Because they did go to the McPike Mansion. I watched the first five minutes and I went, I'm done. That's enough. That's all I needed. I That's got enough. this story and I was done. Um, so I'm a little disappointed, but I'm willing to hear you out. It, this was season 17, so we had the spider eyes, and it was Aaron and... 17? Are they on season 17 now? Hell yeah, At dog. Least, yeah. Jesus fucking... I thought they were in like 11 or 12. No. Jesus this was fucking Christ. From 17. So much begins. Uh, Nick is gone. Way gone. Nick is way gone. Way gone. Aaron is super skinny. Yes. Mm-hmm. Billy is starting to slim down. Mm-hmm. Does he still have his mohawk? I don't think so. Oh. I didn't see Billy. I don't think Billy's had a mohawk in a hot minute. I haven't seen Billy. I, I saw, saw the beginning. The internet will tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. I tried to date Zach Baggins, and the internet instantly told me that he is already dating someone. Well, that's fine. That's that's fine. unfortunate. Fine. He can still fine. come at you. You can make fun of him while you're having sex. You can come at you, baby girl. Maybe he's into that. You he, don't know. Yeah, it's fine. Um, so anyway, the during his investigation of the property, he was talking to Sharon, the owner of the house. Sean. Sean. And while they were talking to Sharon, there was like some sort of commotion in the driveway area. So they went, okay, we're going to stop this interview. We're going to go to the driveway. Mm-hmm. Turns out that the home Ghost Adventures is very fond of doing that, though. Oh, They're totally. like, we got to stop and invent. There's something over here. Just look at it right now. They're big fans of fucking yeah, doing that. At heard, that like, moment, we heard a sound from the outside in the driveway. We knew we had to investigate immediately. It has had to have been a ghost. <laughs> it wasn't a ghost. It was the property's Native American shaman. Oh, oh, as they you just, do. Yeah, they just like, have those. As you do. Sure. Yep. Okay. Yep. As you do. And Comes you can tell the, she was the shaman the because she the had the um, Native American armband tattoo. Tight. Yeah. Yep. Tight. Tight. So it was him or Pamela Anderson. No way to know. No one knows. Yeah. Nobody um, knows. So during his interview with the woman, uh, the shaman, with um, Pamela Anderson. Yes. She uh, wanted to tell Zach about the spirits, and while they were welcoming for the most part, um, they could get cranky and offended if provoked. Oh, and so don't fucking oh, yell at them, and he loves yelling at he ghosts. Loves That's one of his yell. favorite pastimes. One of his most favorite things to do. So you she wanted us. You, you got, got us. <laughs> so she was like, "Time out. I wanted to come at least tell you if you provoke them, they could retaliate." Yeah, yeah. fucking and don't yell at them. You'll three get scratches, more spider eyes, exactly. demonic shit. Right. Inhale, get a mesothelioma. You're going to have to get a giant tattoo like you did after Paviglia. Yep. Yeah. A ugly Hopefully just as ugly. Plaga. Yeah. Plaga. So anyway. Assassinos. <laughs> so as she was telling them this, uh, she also shared her story about why you maybe shouldn't provoke the spirits. Mm-hmm. So one night. Because it's mean. It's a rude thing well, to do to so a ghost. So the story that the shaman has one night while they were investigating in the basement, um, Sharon put her arm down like Sean. like Sean. not Sharon um the shaman sorry that's okay. what it says Sharon shaman. shaman shaman they're right next to each other the in the shaman. phone book. shaman 
the Charmin put her hand. Yes, Michael Jackson. <laughs> put her hand out on the table to like, because it was dark, to steady herself. And she felt something wet and sticky on. Jeez. <laughs> On the on the table, we thought, got there, ladies and gentlemen. She thought podcast microphones down, ghost jizz. It's all over. So she goes, "What is this?" Jizz. She turns jizz. to look to see it's blood. Blood. No, no shit. And then the camera. No, it's not shit. It's blood. And then the camera pans to her, and in her, her entire arm is covered in blood, but oh, she is no. not cut at all. What? Oh no, it's not her blood. It's not, it's her, not blood. her blood. It's not her blood. What so the she, fuck? Yeah. No. They had like a very quick like cut video and then it was just like her arm is no. covered in blood. Uh-uh. And, and she had no cuts on her. Uh-uh. No. Uh-uh. It's so like she, get hepatitis. So she goes, be careful. And there you go, hepatitis, kids. Hepatitis, be careful. And there you go, kids. That is the story of the McPike Mansion in That's Alton, creepy as fuck. That's Illinois. creepy. No, they don't know who those ghosts are necessarily. Um, I mean, they think one of them is Sarah. Is one Sarah. of them is right, right, the but who, former owner. But we owner. don't know who Sarah Who's was. Blood. Sarah was a servant girl. Okay, got it. Got and it, then got it. Um, blood. I don't know. Blood. We don't know whose blood we it is. We don't know whose blood it is. The guy who bled in the place. Yes, the bleeding yeah. guy. The, the bleeding guy. Yeah, yeah. the, the guy very famous he, bleeding guy the 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 from, Blood Island. from Blood Island. Yeah, yeah. Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> he used to he used to live in he Missouri. He moved over. Big fan of shiplap. Yeah, the shiplap. He was like, I love this shiplap. I'm tired of living on this island covered in blood. <laughs> I don't like to live in this fancy I mansion. I would like please. to live right. in the wine cellar of this fancy mansion. That's right. Stop provoking me, blood. So that brings me to my beer. Yeah. Uh, which is called Electric Relaxation. That is a good tie-in. From uh, Shady Oak Barrel House in Sonoma County, California. Nice. It's tart. This is it very is tart. Tort, this is a wild beer. golden ale aged in wine barrels uh, because of the wine cellar tie. It's good. It's good. It's there good. You go. And the electric it. feeling of the mist. Yeah, with a yeah. 1D4 electric damage. You got yes. this. Yep. Um, so, yeah, this is, uh, according to the, the bottle, the beer is spent 18 months aging in French oak wine barrels with some of our best friends, bread and, um, and yeast and bacteria. Mm-hmm. So, basically, it was just fermented and ate for 18 months. The extended aging allows the oak character to come out in the wild yeast to produce some fruity, nope, nope. and funky aromatics. It is definitely tart. funky. This is so yeah. fucking tart. It's if tart. You, it's tart. It smells like, it smells yeasty. If you yeah. swirl it and smell it, it's... It's all farts. It's all funky ass. This oh thing's God, oh, if right? you swirl it, it yeah, is you, farty. Let, let that thing kind of open up and you totally get the, yeah, we just kind of had I a batch farted. of... Also, I swirled it. It's now half an inch of fucking foam on top yeah. of my goddamn beer. It's very yeah, it foamy. Went, okay, we, yeah, we fart just, foam. We had, a, we had a wart that we just opened up to the, to the elements to see what would happen, and it smells like it. It but is. It's wow. very tart. It's very, very tart, but yeah. it's not bad. It's a little of the farmhouse funk. Yeah. Yep. I don't dislike it. No. I am drunk. Yes. Yes, you are. There's that. Uh, This is 6.8%. So it's not terrible, but it's not. Close to nice. It's close to nice. It's almost nice. Okay. So it's not great, but it's not terrible. It's not Vanessa's 10. Right. 10.4. Yep. Um, So yeah, I I like it. I like a sour, funky beer. Like I really like this, but it is a sipping beer because it is is so tart. This is definitely, again, it's a large format bottle. Happy to share the bottle. Absolutely. Drink it yourself? No. Um, That's an all day. I'd recommend against it. It's it's a lot. Mm-hmm. Unless you're like, I, I like lemon heads and just eat those as candy all it day. Is, Don't I do it. Those I feel like it's killing my palate. The more I drink it, the more I'm like, I could chug this, but I'm like, it's because it's you've bad killed age. everything. You just taste had bad. an Imperial IPA. You couldn't taste anything if you wanted to. 
true. That's not true. My taste has how this is. Oh, that's true. That, so that's that, true. that'll give you a sense. She just had an Imperial IPA and can still taste how sour this is. Yeah, it is a powerful had, beer. I just had most of a large format yeah. Imperial IPA. Yeah. And yep. I can still taste how sour it's this is. It's significant. Hey, husband. Hey, this is the time and part of the show that I get to pick a winner. Let me tell you a bunch of things that I love. One, masturbating ghosts. Those are pretty great. <laughs> who uh, doesn't love that? Who doesn't? Two, who doesn't? trees that get mad at you. Those oh are pretty God. good. The best uh, trees. I love people who have arm blood. That's uh, pretty great. I love arm blood. Most things that I love the most, though, is a guy that's named a bookbinder. Vanessa wins. <laughs> oh, bookbinder. <laughs> old book old for the win. Book I super love that story. It's so good. That That's... The, listener Carly wins. Yes, yeah. yes, listener she does. Carly listener Carly wins. wins. You, you listener are the winner. You are the true winner. Like we have to pick a winner. But it's you. you. It's fine. You are the true winner. It definitely, it definitely goes to listener Carly. A little asterisk. Listener told by Carly right. is a winner. Told by pickled tuna. Pickled tuna. So yeah. So thank you guys for listening. You guys, thank you so much. Um, we'll be back next week. Yeah, we're, and we'll have more. We don't know what we're doing yet, but we're gonna have more booze and brews. I'm sure. Because that's the name of the show. Yeah, dog. Hell yeah. Do that probably and then uh until next week pop move your microphone oh that's right yeah, i have to do that your, you one job shut up one job shut up until, until then cheers, cheers.